time to get up, get out of bed. Fill your cup and get ahead with WKGN. One, three, four, It's really hard to get used to the intro not being like three minutes where you can really build your your momentum for starting the show. But welcome in. It is three and out in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios fan run radio. Houston Crest, Adam Hickman, Brett Hollander with you. I guess technically it is an Optimism Tuesday. And Hickman, do I have some optimistic news for you? Can't wait to hear about all these three stars we snagged since I've been gone. No, no, not that. But these diamonds in the rough are really going to change the trajectory of the program. You're going to be excited about this, I, I can tell. You're talking. I'm just here. That's why you're optimistic. No, no, that's not it. We had a really good, we had a really good time yesterday. Without you, uh, I'm sure. Um, I mean, Jake Miller was in here. How good could it have been? It was pretty good, actually. It was pretty fun. Uh, well, I, I do want to get to your. Excursion to get home. I'm glad you made it finally safely. Um, but I think the big news, I don't know if you guys have seen what the insiders are hinting at as of yesterday. A big day today for the Vols, apparently. Well, no, not that. Oh. Something you've been uh, you've been talking about from time to time. Probably the thing you talked about most all season long. Hmm. Skinny Polynesian guy, about 6'6". Oh, Nico. Yeah. Have you heard? No. I've been so far out of the loop. Uh, it might be time for the Nico show. Uh, it better be. All right, Dynamite Tech. I mean, Glad you finally got everything you wanted. Everything <clears throat> he's wanted all season long. It better be. I mean, I have a take on Joe Milton playing in the bowl game. If he chooses to do so, that'll piss a lot of people off. Well, but. we don't want to do that. It's Optimism Tuesday. I'm giving you the news you wanted. Why are you being such a mean? You you just got back from vacation. You're supposed to be in a good mood. I'm telling you that it appears that Nico might be the guy start to finish against Iowa, as it should be, because you, because my take is if is such a, if Joe Milton chose to play in the ball game, that would potentially be one of the most selfish acts I've seen any Tennessee athlete ever commit. In his career, you're here. focused on the wrong thing. I'm telling you, Nico's going to play. I'm happy. You don't seem happy. He should have played against Virginia. See, this is the problem with you people. You get what you want, and you're just mad that you didn't get it earlier. Just say good, great, yay, all right, wow. Now we get to see the Phenom, and instead you're like, it better be. I'd, he, uh, I'd hate to give you gifts on Christmas. You were probably the worst damn kid. Nah, hey, Adam, here's everything you asked for. Well, where's the stuff that I didn't ask for <laughs> that I really wanted? I, I'm actually very grateful on Christmas. Be grateful kid. now. I am. You finally get to see the boy wonder. Maybe. I don't know. It's just, <laughs> they knows? are just rumors at this point. And like I said, though, selfish of Joe if he plays. Uh, 
Is it? I mean, uh, no, yeah, it, it, but it if you're trying to build your draft stock, like that's kind of the point of the program. Like it would be helpful if he, yeah. you know, gets drafted and does well in the NFL. My thing is, I don't think he can even help his draft stock. I mean, the book's kind of out on Joe Milton on who he is and what he does. If you're, he, say, so you, you, you're saying there's no way he could have gotten any better at all between the end of the, the season and the start of the bowl game? <laughs> Like with extra practices, I'm just I'm just asking. I'm just asking. That would be actually a very fitting way for him to end his career here. Just like, hey guys, look at me now. I mean, I'm just saying. I saw him against Vanderbilt. I realize it was Vanderbilt, but that's probably some of the best throws he's made as as a Tennessee Volunteer. I didn't watch him play against Vandy. I turned that game on as soon as I heard Nico was in, so I wouldn't know. What, What makes you happy in life? Uh, clearly not getting what you wanted. So I'm just curious. Food, like cheeses. What a percentage yeah. chance is this? Would you say that it's Nico through and sixty forty, fifty fifty until they actually say it? Right. <laughs> People are asking if Hickman can go back on vacation. <laughs> Please. Yeah, because you had such a great vacation. What did you do, by the way? Let's all right. Let's get into it. Since you don't want to talk about the quarterback that you've been literally crying on the radio for for four <laughs> months, you finally going to get him start to finish, and you're mad somehow. This doesn't make any sense. What did you do on your vacation? By the way, did you know all along that you were missing Nate's last week? Like, what kind of friend are you? Actually, I didn't. Funny enough. Was Did that, you apologize? No. Did you listen to any of the shows? Any of the callers? And some of the very nice things they I, said about Nate? I listened Friday. I feel like the Friday show wasn't even the one that... We had some tearjerkers, man. Yeah, I, that's what I heard. You know, it, it really makes... It made me appreciate, like, this job and how even when I'm not having a good day or if I don't feel like the show's good, there's someone out there who's like, man, I just really enjoyed that three hours. Like People were saying, and I'm, I'm using this term and I'm not trying to call anyone out specifically but people were saying like we saved their lives like it matters when you get behind that mike hickman so why don't you put some respect on the people that listen to this show i'd say i've saved a few lives a lot of what they were mentioning you weren't around like most of them started around shiano sunday yeah and we would have had more calls, but more people yeah. have stopped listening since you've been on the show. Yeah. <laughs> well, they can kiss my ass. And there they go again. That's, you're such a punk. All right, where did you go? Uh, Truckee, California. You went to California. Yeah. What a loser. Yeah, paying $6.25 for a gallon of gas was great. Yeah, like, did that surprise you? No, it didn't. Were you not aware of that? It didn't. It, it, Were you not aware that your your McDonald's would be twenty dollars every time you stopped? Were you not aware that that were there toll roads? Uh, no. Okay, I couldn't remember if there were that part. We went through one that was like a livestock checkpoint, which was kind of weird. Did you pass? Oh, <laughs> zinger! Yeah, we did. You know, for the first where t- is Truckee? Uh, northeast. That's such a funny name. Forty-five minutes from Reno. Two hours from Sacramento. Where all did you go? Oh, that's a cool-looking town, actually. Got to enjoy some snow. Lake, a lot? Uh, Three inches or so. We actually... So the airport screwed us on the rental car. 
because we said, hey, has to have, has to have a four wheel drive rental car. They actually gave our Tahoe away, so they gave us a minivan. <laughs> Couldn't get up our driveway. I the mean, first talk two days. about like. <laughs> No offense to anyone who who has a minivan, but as someone who does outdoorsy things, like when you need yeah. four-wheel drive and a something with a little more ground clearance, I mean, that is probably – I mean, I, and the fact that they flipped you to a minivan, that's one of the biggest downgrades. Like, in, like especially – how many of you were there? Six. So it's like six dudes. We're going out west. We want a Tahoe. We want something with four-wheel drive and big mud tires and, you know – Leather seats. We we want sunroofs, and they're like, "Well, here's this button you press, and the sliding door on the side will open yeah. for you." Yeah, we could, <laughs> we literally couldn't get up our driveway the first two days. We just slide back down. Seems dangerous. And if we were, if we were there this week and that happened, we'd be absolutely sol because I think they're like projected to get like three feet of snow this week. You timed that pretty well, then. Actually. Yeah, we did. Like I, I personally didn't do much. I mean, I had a couple of buddies who. They spent two days snowboarding out there. Me you didn't a, snowboard? No. Me What'd a, you do? Just hang out? Pretty much, yeah. Like it was for, up until heading home. It was the first vacation I've been on since I can remember that I didn't feel like I needed to take another vacation as soon as I get back. Mm. But Just then, very chill. Yeah. Honestly, watched a lot of movies. Okay. Enjoyed the hot tub. Walked around in the snow a little bit. Had the second best Reuben of my life. High praise. I actually had it three times while I was out there. You had the same sandwich three times? <sighs> Buddy, it's a damn good Reuben. What was it, room service? No. Just kidding. I'm sure there's some Was good it in Truckee? Yeah. At the Bar of America. Oh, well, naturally. If it's the Bar of America. What up? Did, they, did you get anything else there? Or was it just like you tried the Reuben and it was so I tried good? tried the Reuben I was like, this is the mill. Okay. It's not better than... No, no, okay. No, that's the just one. Making that, sure. That's the I one. Fi- it's second I, to right. I assumed. I assumed that Holy Land was number one. I was just making sure. That'd be whew. Salt Lake Tahoe. What'd you think? Big Lake. Man, you you almost had a rented four wheel drive Tahoe on Lake Tahoe. I know. <laughs> the story wrote itself. But what was the minivan? A Hyundai or Honda minivan? Or I think so. What's the Honda minivan? Is it the Odyssey? Yeah, yeah, yeah Odyssey. Couldn't mm. get a truck out in Trucky. Yeah, will, seriously. Which I will say, I mean. <laughs> Here comes the defense of the minivan. Come on. In terms of driving that bad boy, smooth. Really smooth. There I mean, I wouldn't want there. There could have been a screen in there and watch a movie. Yeah. Do you have a, I don't know, it depends no, on which package yeah. they got. didn't have a screen. Mm. Mm. Sad. But yeah, Saturday morning. People just carry DVDs either. Left Saturday. So you're coming back. Yeah. Where did you fly out of? Uh, Reno. Oh, okay. And that was what you said, like an hour? At 45 minutes. Okay. Yeah, so Saturday morning rolls around. One of my good buddies, he had a different flight than us, which we all oh. thought it sucked, but he beat us home by 28 hours. So <laughs> who's the real winner here? Him. 3 a.m. rolls around. Had to have him to the airport by like 4.30. His flight left at 6. So I get up. I'm tired. No big deal. Head over to make the dark, curvy, beautiful drive with one of my other buddies. Cause we dark and beautiful. Impressive. We went over to Reno, which beautiful city lit up at 4 a.m. in the morning. All the lights. They, every it's the building, biggest little city in the world. Every uh, every building was either green or red for Christmas, so that oh, was cool. Nice. Drop him off. I had on my mind steak bagels the whole way over there for breakfast. Yeah. From McDonald's. 
It's your go-to. Oh my gosh! I mean, like I was—I told you—I described my feelings towards those steak bagels on the way over there. I'm not going to say how I felt about them on the radio. Not but very, you were—you uh, were ready. Yeah, I, I was ready. Probably the only reason I drove them. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I mean, it really it was the motivational factor. It's like do my job, drop him bre- off, I'll and get then yeah. the steak bagel. I was going to get three of those bad boys too. Jeez. Jesus! I, w- I wasn't driving on the way back. I was going to sit there and munch, have me a nice coffee, but pull in. I'm like, what the hell? They don't see them on the menu. And they said, yeah, uh, we don't serve those here. The bagels at all? No. Hmm. Insane. That is weird that right outside of Reno, they would not have the steak bagel, but Knoxville, Tennessee gets the steak bagel. So I was mad. I was really mad. And so then you went and downgraded to a McMuffin. Yeah, which was good, but when I have my mind on steak bagel, like nothing's going to come close to that. Naturally. Let me make the 45-minute drive back, get back, try to sleep. But, you know, I mean, once you get up so early and you're out of bed moving around for two and a half hours, yeah, kind of hard to just fall asleep. So, didn't really, I, I maybe did for like an hour, got packed up, this, that, and the other. Then the fun started. Drive back to Reno. Make our flight, no trouble. This flight is going to? Phoenix. Okay. Beautiful, uh, beautiful city to fly into, though. Right over. I'm glad uh, you get to see so much beauty. Right over Chase Field and the uh, Cardinals facility. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We get there. We actually didn't think we were going to make our flight from Phoenix to Dallas because it was a very tight window. Mm-hmm. So we land. As soon as we land, get the notification on the American Airlines app. Oh, hey, your flight's been delayed by two and a half hours. So then we're like, well, hell. Well, you're going to make it. Yeah, we're going to make it, but we're not making our flight from Dallas back to Knoxville. So, we just hang out. We were we were early, too, though. So, we kind of thought, you know, we might make it to Dallas in time to get to Knoxville. Uh, no, not the case. We were fly- So, we go to Dallas. We, we're in Phoenix, heading to Dallas. We actually, all of it, we all got the uh, emergency row. Okay. Which was so nice. And one of the flight attendants pretty much sat there the whole time and talked to us. And, uh... So he's like, yeah, when you guys get off here, because our other flight from Dallas to Knoxville had been delayed as well, twice. Okay, so that's helping you out. So, yeah, we're like, okay, we got a chance. And so she's like, yeah, the second you guys see that seatbelt light come off, just sprint up through first class, beat everybody, which we did. Uh, Pissed everybody off in first class. Too bad. This one stupid lady said, oh, my gosh, my flight board's in 45 minutes. And we're like, bleep. Ours, ours takes off in three, so <laughs> shut the hell up. Some old man got mad. Uh, he can eat one. Uh, I mean, really, I, I cursed that guy for two hours straight. He's about 80. No wonder you were late. You just stand there yelling at him? Come on, man. So we get off the plane, full sprint for like 10 minutes, get to our game. Home Alone style. Oh, Home Alone style. Uh, really realize that I'm I guess at shape. this point you're just you're you're giving up the fact that your bags are going to be on there. Like you're just going to go back and get those yeah, later. Yeah, we'll mess with that later. We yeah. just want to make the flight. Yeah. I mean, full sprint. I've not ran like that in well, probably six years. So, full sprint. Since my playing days. How far are we talking to the airport from gate to gate? I think we went from, like, I think we got off at, like, gate C and had to get to, like, A mm. or something. So, not, like, tram. Like, you just had to hoof it. Well, we actually did get on the tram for okay. a little while. Okay, okay. I was mm. wondering. 
I can never remember which airports have yeah. like like sometimes it's like A, B, and C are on this side, and then you have to go like yeah. basically a mile around the airport to get to like, yeah, like D, E, and F. Yeah. We were, we ran probably a football field, hopped on a tram, got <laughs> off, ran a couple more football fields. Jeez, get to the gate, and they're like, "Yeah, gate's closed." Just did you see it. the plane? Oh yeah, we saw the plane. The plane's just it. sitting there. Yeah. Plane was sitting there. Man, if they wow. if they've detached, sometimes they just can't do it. We uh, and we're like, hey, how many of you were there? Uh, six. Well, five at this point because one had already left. The, I mean, you should have got the fastest guy and just like go right be there. I'm the not. Gate. I'm not that surprised, but in a way, I am because if there's five of you on that, and because normally they can communicate with each yeah. other. Like, I'm wondering if the flight attendant you were talking to could have called that gate and been like, hey, I got five dudes. They're getting over there as fast as they can. They're going to be there in five minutes. But if you can hold the plane an extra minute or two. But I also know that pilots are very much like, hey. I got hey. other planes come in behind them. Yeah, exactly. You know, we got to make out. this schedule. Yeah. There, was, there was actually another older gentleman who was on the same flight from uh, Phoenix to Dallas that was headed to Knoxville that missed it as well. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. He was older. He I don't. He never stood a chance the second we landed. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, he would have had the teleport act of God. But we get there. We're like, all right. Chair, push we're like, how how much do we, how how much do we miss it by? And she's like, literally less than two minutes. Mm. And so that was just insult injury. <laughs> and then we were so mad, we just kind of moped around for like twenty minutes. And so we were like the last people from missed flights in the customer service line for American Airlines. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. Streamed the entire first half, got to halftime, and was like halfway through the third quarter of the Tennessee-North Carolina State game by the time we got up to the desk. So an hour and a half in line. Don't answer the phone. What are you doing? You're in the middle of your story. I just put it on hold. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we finally get up there, and heaven help the poor lady who I chose to go to. She's about 75, couldn't type. Time for her to retire. You did not take this out on her. Uh, maybe, Hickman. <laughs> maybe a little Hickman. bit. Hickman, that's not maybe her a fault. Bit. What are you doing? We need a different leader in this group. <laughs> Seriously, you were chosen to be the voice of reason here? I mean, You I yelled wasn't. at a little old lady? Around Christmas time? I mean, to be fair, like, if you're 75 and you're working customer service. She's got experience. I, I don't think, like, if you can't type, I mean, this lady was around when Johannes Gutenberg invented the damn printing press. She shouldn't be back. She shouldn't be working uh, customer service anymore. But what, you know, what did you do to her? I mean, I, I was a little snippy with her. But, yeah, I mean. I'm, I, do you think that helped her do her job? Maybe if you were nice, maybe she could have worked a little better. Then you freaked her out. At one point, she actually said, she was like, do you want your boarding pass or not? Yeah. And I'm like. (laughs) Good on her. Way to go, Granny. I'm like, yeah, Yeah. whatever, whatever. She might be dead before she can get it to me, but I'll take it if I can. I mean, I realize you're upset at the circumstances, but she did not take off and leave you in Dallas. Yeah, She's been behind that counter all day, dealing with people probably, well, I would say worse than you, but I don't. I don't know if that's true. I don't know. Okay, so then what happened? Did well, they refund you and get you a new new flight and put you in a hotel? Yeah. Well, so one of my buddies got confirmed on a flight from Dallas to Charlotte, Charlotte to Knoxville immediately. Me and three of my other buddies, we got on a flight from Dallas to Charlotte, but we had a we were a standby ticket from Charlotte to Knoxville. Ooh. Yeah. And then one of my buddies said, "To hell with it! I'm going from Dallas to Chicago, Chicago to Knoxville." Mm. Which he, I mean. We beat him home, so I don't like. I don't know. Like I don't think I'd want to go that route. But 
They're like, yeah, hey, uh, it's at this point, it's probably midnight. They say, hey, we're going to get you guys all hotel rooms. Whatever. Here's a $12 meal voucher. Mm. Yeah. So we get some checks mix. Get to the hotel. Delicious. Get to the hotel room at like 1240. Was it like right by the airport or was it off a little bit? uh, Six minutes. Okay. So we get to the hotel at 1240. Cool, but we had to be back at 230 or 3 o'clock. No, we scheduled the Uber for 230. Got to the airport around 3 o'clock. A.M. Yeah. So you took a nap. Mm, 20 minutes, yeah. Showered, 20-minute nap, got up, ate a Hot Pocket. Go to Charlotte. Is, Very, that, what, is that what you spent your $12 on? Yeah. Hot that, Pockets. I spent it on Smart. Hot Pockets, deodorant, and a Coke. Smart. And we finally, you know, we finally bored going from Dallas to Charlotte, and hey, cool, uh, bumpy-ass flight. Probably, mm-hmm. probably the probably the rockiest flight I've ever been on, which apparently the flight from Charlotte to Knoxville was even worse because like Charlotte got drilled with like a monsoon all day on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I did. Yeah. And my buddy said he was sitting beside a Hispanic guy and a Catholic girl. Who the Hispanic guy had his hands on the roof, oh. like talking to himself, and the Catholic girl was praying. So like that's how he said that's how the flight went. And he flies a lot, but he says when you see that happen, you automatically assume those people fly more than you and know more than you, so it kind of freaks you out <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah. They're like, what, if, what do you guys know that I don't? But anywho, we finally land in Charlotte. We sit around. One buddy gets on the uh, Charlotte to Knoxville flight. We, none of us, I mean, it was a small plane, so the standby tickets were useless. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. whatever. Once again, we mope around. Hey, let's go deal with customer service again. We've not done that enough lately. They're like, yeah, we could probably get you guys on a flight out of here at five o'clock. And so, and what time is this now? Four a five a.m. Uh, it was like nine thirty. Oh, okay, okay. So we're like, yeah, no way. So we do the logical thing. We book a three hundred dollar Uber from Charlotte to Knoxville. And that's what you rode home. Yeah, poor Uber driver. Uh, very nice Jamaican lady. Felt really bad that she had to take us, but. Did you give her a good tip? Yeah, we did. Uh, she actually pulled out of the airport and was like, why is y'all's Uber so damn expensive? And we're like... Oh, she didn't know? Yeah, we're like, you did see where this is going, right? And she's like, no, nah, I just saw how much it was and booked it. And I was like, uh, honey, we're going to Knoxville? And she like slams on the brakes and pulls over. At this point, we're like, oh my gosh, we're, this girl's not taking us to Knoxville. <laughs> and she's like, I don't care to take y'all. She's like, but I got to work in like five hours. And I was like, okay. Uh, uh, that's not going to happen. Yeah, she. Uh, so she actually, she she does like a cleaning service or whatever. Called her mom up on speaker, too, through Bluetooth. So, like, you know, we got to talk to her mom. Kind of cool. Uh, told her how much we loved her once she said that she would cover her shift for the evening so she could Uber us to Knoxville. Did you look into renting a car? No. Why? Too much hassle. We just we just wanted to be dropped off and but be done with it. But they wish had that minivan. <laughs> I mean, it, someone could have just met you at the airport. Well, I don't, I don't know. Jake was uh, over here offering his. Where were all your cars? Uh, did y'all ride together to the airport here? Half of us did and half of us didn't. Okay. Just saying you could have. So there was a car at the airport? One of your cars? No, actually no, because no, they all got picked up. Oh, okay. It, originally, though, they were going to put us on a flight that left Dallas at 8.55 p.m. on Sunday night. And at that point, I was we all kind of agreed, like, if that's the case, we're renting a car, and we are driving 14 and a half hours. 
That's, I'm surprised you didn't just do that. It probably would have been a ton cheaper. Probably. But, I mean, 14 and a half hours, that's a, that's a hefty road trip. But we could have made it back. So when did you get home exactly? Uh, Sunday afternoon. Hmm. And why weren't you here yesterday? I, was, I had literally slept three hours in the past 48 hours. It's not my fault. <laughs> I still did go into work yesterday, and I like had the shakes driving in. Like I was just like I was so exhausted. I drank a monster, and it nearly killed me. Yeah, don't do that. When you're no, that's like the worst thing you could do. Did you eat? Mm. No. How are you feeling now? You back a little bit? Yeah, I'm just tired now. Maybe slightly more than usual. Okay. Really, just the physical toll of traveling all day. You know, you get sore, legs get sore. Well, especially you running through the airport. That, and I'm a tall guy, so being stuffed in those little aisles. Well, you said you had the exit row. Well, for one of them. Mm. Mm. And thus ends the great Hickman holiday debacle. Never flying American ever again. No, that's not who I'm on on my next flight. Delta's the way to go. I got a lot of problems with airports and airlines lately. I do, too. Like, the fee that they show you when you Google, like, ticket prices, that's, like, the the lowest number that you're going to see ever. Like, multiply yeah. it by four by the time you're done. I don't even know how they can post those things legally. I mean, to, to do that price, you have to basically show up at the airport. You don't get to pick your seat. You cannot have a stitch of luggage, mm-hmm. no carry-on. And no guaranteed ticket, essentially. Like, you're basically paying them 150 bucks to show up, and if they maybe can get you on with, n- and you take nothing, that's how you get that price. Oh, you want a return flight, too? Oh, well, then double it. Oh, you want to carry a bag? Ooh. So your luggage made it back with you? Yeah, it got After ba- all that? Yeah, it was about four flights behind, but it finally, mm-hmm. finally got to us. When did you have to get it? actually came in really clutch. One of my buddies went to the airport Sunday night just because he wanted his stuff back and didn't want to have to mess with it on Monday. Mm-hmm. He owns his own business, so he was pretty slammed. And he's like, I'm just going to go get it Sunday. And I get a call from some guy at the airport, and he's like, hey, there's this guy here. Says he wants to pick up your bag for you. He's like, that cool? And I was like, buddy, <laughs> hell yeah, it's cool. You better believe <laughs> it. He's like, you better give him that damn bag. Hickman's travels. Hickman, like, like, little, like old Gulliver. Gulliver, never leaving Sevier County or Knox County again Five for the next six place. months. <laughs> well, at least now we know where you'll be. Yeah, we'll hit our first break of hour number one. It's three and out on Fan Run Radio. Hour one continues. It's three and out. Fan Run Radio in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. Uh, 865-546-8200 if you want to join the program today. We have two on hold. We'll go to DR Vol first. DR, good morning, sir. Uh, good morning, guys. Hickman, a uh, great story. Uh, I've always wanted to go to California. It looks like a, such a well-run state. 
But uh, I kind of wanted to visit, man. I mean, so many people flocking to live there. They've got to <laughs> live in tents at this point. You know, Truckee's not that bad. It's just a bunch of wealthy white people who are in their middle ages. But I will say the first guy we met was like some sort of local legend. It was 26 degrees outside that night, and he was standing on the street corner, barefoot, plaid shorts, no shirt, and he was, it looked like he was reenacting a scene from Star Wars by himself. Mm, local legend. There we go. There we go. Now, I feel like we uh, just uh, skimmed by the leading story. Houston, when uh, you can't see me right now, but just imagine me as that Dave Chappelle gif of him scratching his neck and, uh, you know, because he's got an itch you can't scratch. Uh, when are we going to find out about Nico in the bowl game? I don't know when they'll make it official, but there are insiders saying that it uh, it may be Nico for the bowl game. Oh. I called in earlier, said I didn't care, but I'm back now, baby. Went from I don't I'm know back. if I'm watching. To, I may I may go down to it now. Honestly, <laughs> that's actually. I mean, I know they wouldn't do this, but I really do. Imagine if they announced today that the that you know it's going to be Nico. I bet they would sell quite a few more tickets. Yeah, absolutely. Now I want to get onto the basketball thing, Hickman. You know, one thing I've always admired about you is uh, I feel like we align with quarterback takes uh, at the University of Tennessee, and you've always been super humble. Now I don't mean <laughs> speed wise, but I mean quantity wise. Do you think you could beat DJ Burns in a wing eating contest at Craven? Oh. Yeah, maybe. I, I would bet on myself. I don't know. I don't know. It, it is he, insane looking at that guy. I mean, absolutely it's sad, baffling. It's sad. Now, Houston, I remember y'all talking about him a few years ago. Was it? Didn't Barnes basically have him get because he was lazy? Uh, yes, and he had a – let's just say his size might – be because of a recreational activity that does lead to an increased appetite. Ooh, that checks out. You know, and it's <laughs> sad because he's—he's—I he's, don't know what to say to that. He's got good ball movement. Uh, he just—he uh, likes to move amongst the golden crowd. It seems like. <laughs> how, how, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, how, how many pounds do you guys think he's put on since he's been here? One hundred and fifty. Well, he got here and lost a bunch. Obviously, because Barnes puts everybody through the fat the fat camp, and and then like it apparently it came up like he kept missing his weight. Like you know they have like a chart and like, all these goals for everybody and whatever, and he kept missing it. And then t- you know turns out he was missing it because he would partake and then order you know fast food or whatever. I mean. I can't remember what he was when he got here. He was always a big dude, but then he got down pretty, like, you know. It says he was 6'9", 272 on the basketball roster in 18 and 19 That's years. hours? Yeah. What Does it say, you know what he weighs now? What did, no, I don't have to go. Maybe they got it on. Is that, look the, at their other that was his first year here, right? Uh, I think so. I want to say they got or him down to 250. says he registered. Yeah. yeah, I think they got him down to 250, 245, and then, I mean, I don't know, but he looked like he was pushing three bills. He's, it has him listed at 275, which is a lie. Yeah, there's no way. No, there's absolutely no way. I, how tall is he? 6'9". There's no way he's 275, man. There's no way. He's 275 uh, before him and Caden Salter, Salter split ways. No, they would probably have a lot in common, guys. Yeah, you're picking up what I'm putting down now. 
Yeah, 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 I got you. Well, I don't really know where to go from that. I'm glad I didn't have to call in and defend Nate's honor and memory RIP like I did yesterday. That <laughs> I know. Was, uh, that was disappointing, Houston, to say the least. So, you have a good day, guys. You too, DR. Appreciate it. Yeah, uh, Hickman, you missed it. Apparently, uh, a caller called Jake's show last week and basically called Nate a dummy. Yeah, I said he's not a like a, just not a smart person. Somebody clipped that out and sent it to me. Actually, really? Yeah. Did Jake defend Nate at all? He didn't say anything because mm. the guy instantly started talking about something else. He said he what he said he changed the subject. Yeah, he said he tried quick. to change the subject. Uh, that guy tried to change the subject on his own. Hmm. I wouldn't say Miller changed it. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. All right, back to the phone lines. We got Matt on the horn. Matt, good morning, sir. I think uh, I've listened to Dr. Vol for years, and I've always been curious about what Dr. stands for. You think that's his initials? No, I think he is a learned doctor. Uh, it makes sense. There you go. I'm kidding. I think it is his initials. Hickman, your story was very intriguing. Uh, you left out probably the most important detail. What uh, damn flavor of hot pocket did you eat? I've actually never had it before. It was like some kind of like garlicky chicken hot pocket. It was in a purple and black box. What? Yeah. Is that all they had? You took a risk on a hot pocket flavor? Oh, but buddy, trust me, it was damn good. It was good? Okay. Well that was it? Huh. Did you put it did you keep it in the box like he did or did you just stick it in the microwave and go with uh, without putting it in the sleeve? No, I, I kept it in the box. I think the box is the key I've I've learned. You, the the middle of it, uh, if you just stick it straight in there, you're gonna have a hard center. And a scalding hot edge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was uh, spicy garlic, chicken, and bacon. Ooh, that sounds uh, oh. <laughs> delish. Spicy garlic. And it wasn't a purple box. I don't know why I thought purple. Maybe I was just delirious. Uh, Houston, you, you got to, I mean, I, I get on the radio this morning. You got me uh, a little bit of a tangle going. Just talking, <laughs> Nico starting. Is is this? Come on, man! Is this is this going to happen? Is this just rumor, or do you do you feel like? Uh, because I, I'll tell you, if if he doesn't start, then our head coach and our football team and Theon Greyjoy have a lot in common. If you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I think Jeez, I man. get it. Sheesh. Uh, percentage? What, man? I don't know. Like, I feel like you. you I mean, if I. If I was running a big message board and wanted to keep people excited, I might float some rumors that were maybe untrue. But I also feel like that's risky because if you get busted on that, like you know, you lose people's trust and then you lose that subscription. I think there's a pretty good shot. It just we've talked about it, Matt, and it, like if the if the kid wants to play, okay, I understand letting Joe play a little bit, but it just doesn't make sense. Like it just makes more sense for the future of your program and for springboarding into next year, it makes all the sense in the world to play Nico. So it to, feels to like playing with go the ahead. whole offensive line. Like you got everybody on the offensive line coming back. Why wouldn't you start him and play him a lot? Not to interrupt, but No, exactly. Yeah. I mean all those guys are back, so this is a good opportunity to get him playing behind the line that he's going to be playing behind which next I, year. Which I thought those guys sucked so bad that there was no way you could play him this year. That's why that's what the dumbasses said. I think they said that because the oh, backup yeah. line wasn't very good. Well, what if we have injuries next year? Dude, I got, I got a buddy that sits there. Like, we were talking a couple of days ago about uh, Nico starting. He's like, well, what are you going to do when next year Nico looks like crap and you look like an idiot? I'm like, dude, 
I'm going to do the same thing I do every year. I'm going to call for his head, and we're going to call for the next guy to come into play. My job's not to, you know, build them into playing material. My job is to get the right guy and just call for the, the correct guy to play. Like, you know, I, just like head coaches. If Coach Hopple doesn't get it done, guess what? I'm going to call for his head, and I'll keep calling for heads until we get the right guy in here to get us a W. Ain't that right, Hickman? That's damn right, buddy. What's it about, Houston? It's about what? Winning. Winning, son. It's about championships. I don't care who the head coach is, and I don't care who the quarterback is. I just want to win some damn football games for once. Let's go, boys. Welcome back, Hickman. Thank you, Matt. Uh, uh, <clears throat> let's go ahead and hit our final break of hour number one. Stevie, hang tight. We'll get to you as soon as we get back on the other side. It's three and out on Fan Run Radio. Final segment, hour number one, 865-546-8200. If you want to join the program, we go now to Stevie on the Fan Run phone line. Stevie, good morning, sir. Morning, Houston, Texas. Yeehaw! Yeehaw! Hey, have y'all heard that Leroy the Redneck Reindeer song? Yeah, great song. Hick- I think Hickman's got it as a bumper. You will hear it today at some point. I literally, the first time I heard it was last night. Anyway. Um, do people really want to hear, like, see Joe Bilton play quarterback for the bowl game? I don't know that they do. Oh, you know there's some you think so? vol yeah, sheep out there who just thinks he's given so much to this university, he deserves but, to play the bowl but game. But do you think they want he to see him? It. Yeah, do you he think they Do you think they want to see him over Nico, or do you think that they've just surrendered that if he wants to play and does play, that that's fine? I think there are some sheep out there who are so blind that – they genuinely think he deserves it, and they probably genuinely want to see him play one more time before he leaves the University of Tennessee. Hmm. Like, do they do they want to win like seven to three against Iowa? Is that what they want? Hey, a like, win's a win, Stevie. A win is a win. Ugh. Hey guys, would y'all rather uh, lose this game with Nico? Yeah, I think I would. Uh <clears throat> it's funny. No. Uh, we need to get Matt back on here because he just said it's all about winning. <laughs> so uh, uh, you're, you're giving a serious me, problem if you lose you're, this you're game giving, with Nico. Wait, what? There's a problem if you lose this game with Nico or Joe. I agree. I was not I good. I mean, they're they're a ten win team. It's, a good, def- it's pulled, a good defense. They gave up like forty to you know Penn State, who's not a great offensive team. Oh no, I don't I don't disagree with that. Um, I I think Tennessee wins with either one, but I I don't know. I'd really have to talk to like coaches and be like what is the actual benefit of nico like starting and playing in this game and like as long as if you promise me he doesn't get hurt i really probably don't care if we win it or lose it he needs experience. i mean i want to win it and i think we will win it no matter what as long as we stay healthy he needs the prep of going into a game knowing he's starting he needs to face a pretty good defense all things considered in iowa he needs to be tested. He needs experience. I don't care if we win or lose. It's a bowl game. I mean, Joe Milton kicked Clemson's ass last year. That didn't do anything for us this year. It didn't matter. You were an average team. So, win or lose with Nico, I think that's the way to go. 
Yeah, very frustrating argument this year was like, well, if we put him in there, he'll get hurt. And it's like, well, then why why even play him in the first place? It's football, guys. It's like, oh, he's skinny. He's scrawny. It's like Bryce Young was 202 pounds, and he, he did just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I never, I never understood that that argument. Like, if if he was already banged up, like with the wrist, which is what people said, then you don't want to get him re-injured. And if he can't go out there and perform, okay, sure. But the whole like we're doing it to protect him. But then the the red shirt thing that got thrown out with like two games to go in the season that was weird. Like, I don't know if I believe that that was the plan the whole time. Like, no I, way. there's just been a lot of like head scratching moments yeah. within the Nico saga. Like he finally gets in against was it Yukon? And then here comes Navy Schuler and Gaston Moore and it's like, hmm, like, okay, I mean I get that it's senior day, but what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean realistically, like Heifel has thrown so much smoke and shade around this situation. What, Houston, what do you think? Like what is realistically why why did he handle it the way he did? Because I I just have no sense of why he did what he did this year with Nico. Even if he doesn't even play in the bowl game, like why? What's what's a good reason that he's had he's handled it this way? This is just what I've thought, Stevie. This is not like inside information. So Nico was a five-star quarterback, number one, two, or three, depending on which you know recruiting ranking you looked at. But when it comes to how much football he's actually played. He was by far like the least. So I wonder if like he's got the arm, he's got the the skill set, he's got the intangibles, he's got the talent, but he just hasn't played enough football to understand I don't want to say the basic concepts, but maybe some of the more advanced concepts. You know, a lot of these guys now they start training with a personal quarterback coach by the time they're twelve. Nico didn't even play football until he was sixteen. He was a, a volleyball phenom. So I think he's just a, he was a little bit behind just in terms of understanding the game. I know for a fact that the coaches have said that he's super talented and that he's got the it factor, but maybe he just needed to learn the game a little bit more and then obviously learn Hypel's system, kind of what the expectations are within this offense. <clears throat> it could also be that the offense that Joe runs or the offense that we call for Joe – is going to be very, very different than what we call and run with Nico. And so to put Nico out there with the starters who had practiced and prepared under Joe, it might be a little confusing to get, you know, you're calling certain plays that really the the starters haven't been preparing for as much, but that's what Nico knows. But if you put him out there with the backups, like the offensive line just isn't as good and you're getting him hit. These, I don't know, but all of that stuff just kind of, if you throw it all into a pot, like some of it makes sense. Yeah. Three things on my way out. One, I hope the offense is way different with Nico than Joe. Two, if the argument is he hasn't played much, the solution shouldn't be just to keep him on the shelf. And these people who are arguing that we don't want to get him hurt are the same people who buy $300 shoes and never wear them. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. That, that's been my rebuttal all year. Or just just something that scares me is the fact that I, I don't know if when you have a guy who's all world, extremely talented, one of the most hyped up prospects in the country at the quarterback spot. I, I don't know if not getting him any meaningful reps over the course of a season and him essentially going two years without taking a meaningful snap is the way to handle it. Well, I I just don't understand. Like maybe he shouldn't have enrolled early. Like what was the point in that? Like he could have stayed and played. I mean I know it's high school football, but 
it's more reps. You know, for the last year and a half, he hasn't taken any reps. But then he also got hurt randomly. What, did he get hurt in practice? Hurt his wrist? Like, how did he it get It was that? either that or a hit he took against uh, UTSA. Yeah, late. I mean. Which he did get blown up once against UTSA, didn't he? I believe, if memory serves me correct, there was one play. I mean, I'm glad he came in early because he needed to get bigger and stronger, for one. He needed to get in the mm-hmm. weight room, mm-hmm. for sure. But, I don't know. It has been a strange situation, for sure. Yeah, it's like he did, but honestly, like, I, I kind of agree with Stevie. Like, Bryce Young was never big. Like, if you know how to protect yourself, you know, I mean, quarterbacks are going to get hit. That's just going to happen. Like, they teach these guys how to fall these days if you're getting hit. Literally. Yeah. I mean, like, Tua had to take, what, like, Taekwondo? Yeah, like, there's training and measurements measurements measures you can take to well McCaffrey said on the main cast last night him as a running back there's not much football you can play in the offseason you got to go out there and try mm-hmm. goofy little things like the way you fall like you know things yeah. like that like no it's training true. he does you know so I just if, I just want to see I just want to see Nico like I, if it's I, if it's Joe I'm not going to pitch a fit but like if, if we don't see Nico at all in the ball game that would just be weird I think see yeah. I mean what the only way Iowa beats us is if we don't score points. That's the only thing. If Nico goes there and doesn't score any points, then how are we feeling going into the next season? Because that's the only way Iowa's going to beat us is if we go out there and put up a three spot, a seven, a ten. That's the only way they're going to beat us. I don't like this. Six, you do this, and then weird things happen. Six, I'm just saying. like was, 16 points wins this ball game. That's what I'm saying. But I don't necessarily like, disagree, but like I was, I mean, if we if we throw a pick they six, they return a punt for a touchdown. Like things can just get. They didn't weird. score against Michigan. They didn't score against Penn State. And they barely scored against anybody. You know, that's more question maybe for the defense too. Both no. sides of the ball. Yeah, well, we also lost like half our defense to the portal. So. <laughs> yeah. Take a quick break. Hour number two after this. 